0: Lava and you're listening to the Road Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at MatchLava. And today is Tuesday, August 17th, 2021. It has been a productive day. It's been a busy day. And I didn't really do a whole lot of reselling. So that's kind of the bummer there. But it is, you know, sometimes you just have days like that. And as I wrap things up at work, you'd think I'd be doing a little bit more work for myself and less work for them. But I do really want to do a good job on this project so I can kind of finish out strong with them so that's what I'm working on right now it's been busy it's been good I've been getting a lot of things wrapped up getting some odds and ends tied off and things like that so it's just been good I've been I've been happy with it so today we had I believe we had a couple releases I didn't end up going for them I've been kind of unplugged from releases today um, but we had a few things this morning I believe we had some sneakers so if you hit on those congrats probably made some money but I don't know exactly which ones are coming out because I haven't looked at my calendar much today at all. So anyway, that's what happened this morning. And then other than that, it's just been a kind of a slower day. I've seen some things restock. I've seen a few things happen. There was a bunch of decent deals that I saw pop up today. And just a lot of people end up going on like these different sites like Slick Deals and other deal sites, Fat Kid Deals. They end up posting a lot of stuff on Twitter. And I used to use those a lot when I first, like just before I was reselling, just to find good deals on things. And you can make some money on those. I mean, not all the time, and it's not as easy as it may sound, but because not every deal is an actual deal. Like not everybody's willing to pay for a deal uh, or willing to, to pay the actual market price. A lot of people realize that there's these deals apps and that there's these deal monitors and, and Twitter like accounts that basically tweet deals all day long. And so they're like, okay, well, if I need that, it seems like something I've seen this account tweet about before, I'll just wait till it comes on sale. Some people will do that, and I think a lot of people are becoming savvy to that, where before you didn't really know what was on sale and not on sale, and you had no way of telling, I mean, you just have to look at the Sunday paper and be like, okay, well this is going on sale, or you'd have to really grind it out on the internet And before we had like social media and accounts that would tweet different things about deals. So, that's what I've been looking at a little bit, and then I saw some stuff pop up with that. Other than that though, it was a quiet day, so, Kind of happy though. I did make a decent sale when I got into work. It really wasn't anything that was super profitable, but I'm just happy to click to get my money back. Like, there's so many things that I bought where it's just like, I shouldn't have bought that. Why did I buy that? Why did I purchase that? I mean, even last night, I bought some things that. And I'm trying to be super conservative with the way that I buy because I don't want to go to Florida and I don't want to have a, like a truckload of inventory. It's just not my strategy right now. But I am buying things to invest in that I think are going to do well. And I do have a better eye for it than I think I did when I first started. I mean, easily a better eye than I, when I first started. But I still think that I, I'm trying to train it as much as I can. And I saw a couple of things last night that made me pause and go, okay, I've either purchased this item before and it's done insanely well or I have... Or I've, seen other items like this do well and actually i'll give i'll give one of those away right now because i've already bought it for myself i'm not going way over the top but if you look at panini panini sports cards so panini has several different sets and when i first got into sports cards i was overwhelmed i should have actually taken a day and just learned it and i've i've learned that a lot more now that it's better to take a day whenever something new comes out or whenever you have a new topic that seems to be reselling and really grinding and learning about it but I didn't do that. So I got really, really like overwhelmed with all the different sets that Panini did for every, every different, uh, like all the different sports, um, like leagues and things like that. So for instance, they'll do Prism, which is what I knew. I knew Prism, but then they do Optic and then they do Donruss Optic. And then they do, um, I know that for basketball, they did like Chronicles and for football, they do Chronicles and they do Illusions. And there's like all these different sets. Uh, Select is another one. And it's just like, how do you pay attention to this? How do you know all this? Well, I mean, I do it every day. At this point, it's become kind of like part of me. In half a year, I've learned this because I've been in one of the best card groups on Discord, and they just tweet about cards, uh, or not tweet, but they they do tweet about cards. But they put a lot of information in the group about cards as well, and so I learn a lot about it. And I've just been kind of engulfed in it for a year now, or at least half a year, probably eight months. And it's just been something where I've learned a lot about cards and and sports cards and stuff. So. Either way, that was that was kind of that leads me down the path of talking about investing in them. And one of my favorite things to buy is sealed wax. I, I don't care what it is. It, I care what it is, but I don't care almost what like league or what brand. Like, as long as you're buying panini and you're buying a decent like a decent set. It doesn't have to be good. You're usually doing well. And let me give you an example. So when I went and I started to buy like a lot of sealed wax, there was more out there than than there is now. I mean, you can't you cannot find wax at all. But in Target, I walked in there and there was a set of Panini Chronicles uh, draft picks. I think was the the set, and they are not generally a good set. Panini Chronicles draft picks. So you don't want sports cards of a player that are from them in college. And there's not. It just doesn't it doesn't hit with the sports card community nearly as much as their professional jerseys. So. Most of the time, these cards don't do very well. But when you look at the amount of people that have gotten into sports cards over the last year, and you look at, at how many people want to break open a new box, you realize that there's so many people that are new to the hobby of sports card collecting, and there's really an like an under a very underwhelming demand or, or an underwhelming supply of sports cards. Very high demand, very low supply. And when you look at that, you realize some people are just gonna have to say screw it. I don't need to break a new set of prism i'm gonna break whatever i can and i want to do this with my kids i want to i want to be able to enjoy learning about sports cards with my kids and getting into the hobby again but i don't want to break the bank and that's very very reasonable so instead of buying a box of prism or a box of Donruss optic or select which even select they're not even as high high priced anymore but instead of buying one of those People were going and buying Chronicles. And as I looked at that, I realized this is probably going to happen. This is probably what's going to happen. People are going to be super, super like into sports cards. There's not going to be more produced. And these sets that are less valued right now are going to be... They're going to go up. Contenders is another one. I think Contenders is one of the sets that comes out that's not very well valued and target was doing this super dumb thing where they would only let you buy two or three boxes of sports cards at a time and it was like it 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 made me so mad so what i did and i don't know if any of you have done this before but i went into target and they had a bunch of of contenders it wasn't contenders draft picks i think it was just contenders football like the nfl contenders from 2020 and i realized okay this set has a possibility of justin herbert it has a possibility of Tua, it has a possibility of Joe Burrow, and it has a possibility of Jalen Hurts, who could still break out. So you have four quarterbacks that could end up being all, like making the All-Star game, and at least one of those, Justin Herbert, looks like he's going to be an All-Pro for years to come. And so I looked at that and I said, these cards are, are not selling well right now, and people are just leaving them on the shelves. How, how silly is this that they're just going to leave cards on the shelves? And so I picked them up, and I went and hit them around the store, and then I went back afterwards and I bought them the next day because the, the lady that was like watching the cash registers, she seemed like she was like kind of like very, very into making sure people didn't buy more than they were supposed to. So I just said, screw it. Like I drive by here every day. I'll just buy them tomorrow. And so I stopped in and took an extra five minutes and bought the rest of them. And some people that are like sports cards collectors, that probably pisses them off. But really, I mean, it is what it is. If people are going to be mad about that, then they can be mad about it or they can just do it themselves. So... I bought all these cards and contenders ended up going up to like $60 a box. And so or I think it's about 60 bucks of blaster right now. So if you think about it, $20 of an investment. I held it from I believe April to August, so we're talking about 4 months there, 4 months, and they've tripled in price. It's just it's insane. And and when you look at these cards, they're not good. Like they're not contenders isn't a highly sought after it's not a highly sought sought after product. It's not that good. Let me give you another example of this though. I went and I bought last year by accident. I didn't know what I was doing and I walked into Walmart or into Target and they had a bunch of Panini Chronicles draft picks, okay This is what I wanted to talk about. So this is the college jersey. The other ones I bought had professional jerseys. So they're they were a little bit better. But the Chronicles Draft Picks was the, like these mega boxes. So you have your 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 cellos which are like the small like hanger they're not hanger packs, but they're they like hang on the little hangers. So like they are kind of like a hanger pack but they're in like cellophane. And then you have like the foil. They're almost in like the foil. Then you have your hanger boxes which are like they're they're usually around I don't know, like 15, 20 bucks. And they also hang, but they are like a cardboard box. It's a hanger box. And then you have your blaster boxes, and your blaster is like the smaller version of the card box. I don't know. It's like the – it's a, a little bit bigger than like a juice box kind of. It's like kind of looks like a juice box. And then you have your mega box, which is like bigger than – it's the biggest box that they offer of that before you get to like the hobby products and stuff like that. So the biggest retail product they offer is a mega box. And I walked in there. They, they had a mega box – they had a bunch of mega boxes of the Panini – chronicles draft picks from 2020 like the 2020 class so like the, the one I just talked about with Burrow with Tua with with um Jalen Hurts and uh the the other guy that I just can't even remember his name right now uh but the quarterback for the, the quarterback for the Chargers right now and so I'm sitting there and I'm like I walked in I looked at it I was like these are just sitting here it looks like cards are doing well the resale on these things isn't good But it's also not below retail. And I've never, like, you have to have a really terrible product for the the price of the box to drop below retail. I mean, it has to be so oversaturated and such a terrible product that nobody wants it. Like, that that is the criteria. And that's just not the case for most products. A lot of products suck, but there's usually not that many made. And so when people want to break a box, they'll still pay at least retail. Typically, you can get a few bucks over retail and cover your shipping costs. So at that point, you covered your fees, you covered your shipping costs. You may break even, you may lose a buck or two, but at least it's worth getting in on the product and giving it a shot. So I bought three. I think I bought three boxes of these things, and I listed them for sale, and they never sold. And so I, I was like, I forgot to return them, and and now I'm sitting in in my house the one day, and I'm like, oh crap, I forgot to return those boxes, and. I I just, like, let them go. I was like, well, well now what? Like, that was a terrible buy. So I beat myself up for the next, I don't know, six months about how bad of a buy this was. And then one day, I just got a ching on eBay, and two of them sold for $99 a piece. And and that's just kind of, like, triggered in my mind. I was like, I forgot I had those listed. I have no idea what made me list them for 100 bucks. They were not going nearly that high whenever I bought them. I guess I was just trying to, like, play on, like, the initial release of those things and trying to get somebody to, like, sucker buy them, like, be a sucker and buy them. But, like... They just somebody bought them, and I realized I looked at the prices, I was a little bit low. So, like, the price of these things had jumped up to around 100 to 120 bucks a box, and they're still going for that much. So, that's that's kind of where sports cards are. They are so underproduced compared to the demand that is out there, and now you're starting to see a lot of them produce. You see your selects be overproduced, you see. Uh, A lot of these these newer cards that are being, like the newer sets and stuff, are being way, way produced more so than you would expect from some of the sets from even a few years ago. But it's still not enough to meet the demand. I mean, you still have some boxes sit, but think about what's going to happen once those boxes are all bought up. Think about what people are going to want to do when all the boxes are bought up. And Prism is overly expensive, and Donruss Optic isn't much behind that. And select uh, starts to appreciate because I believe that that'll probably appreciate a little bit. It's not as good of a product as it used to be when it was only a hobby product, but it's still select. So then what are we going to do? And we're probably going to see, in my opinion, I think we're going to see some of these other boxes that are less like the not as good products start to jump up in price. And that's what's happened every time I bought them. And so what you can do right now, at least as of last night, I didn't didn't look at it today. But if you go on Target.com, they have a bunch of like they have a ton of chronicles draft picks and when you look at this class that came out the quarterback class that we have this year is insane and so when you see a trevor lawrence and a zach wilson and a justin fields and a mac jones all in the same class you know that, that class is probably going to be stacked and quarterbacks sell the best so what i'm doing is i'm buying these mega boxes i'm not buying a ton i only bought six which for a lot of people will be like wow you're buying a terrible product i wouldn't buy that I think they're going to do well. I mean, honestly, I think this this quarterback class could be better than last year's, and last year's class is incredible. So when you look at, at the quarterbacks we have this year, they're going to be people that want to PC that player, like when you have the guys that we have this year. So when they're wanting to PC a Trevor Lawrence, and they want to even have one of his college jerseys, they're going to want to have one of the ones – they could do like college prism. So that's the one worry is that they did a prism draft picks this year, which – I think that'll do well as well just because it's a it's a prism product and prism's the best out of all the products but chronicles did well and it appreciated well last year i think it's going to appreciate this year so that's what i'm that's what i would recommend to do now it's not investing advice i'm just telling you what i'm kind of doing and i went and bought six of them it's not really a huge investment i mean it was like a few hundred bucks i think it was like 250 bucks or something like that like nothing crazy and it may not have even been that much and it they, they're probably going to be, in my opinion, by around January, I could see them going up in value a decent bit to where you're getting 2 to 3x on your money. And so that's what I'm going to do. And I'm just going to hold those. if If it doesn't go well, I didn't break the bank on them. It's not going to put me under. I'm not putting a ton of capital in them. But it is a decent investment for me where I'm looking at it going, these things are going to drop under retail. If they look like they're not appreciating, oh, well. Okay, I had 200 bucks sit on the sideline. Maybe not the best use of my money, but probably not the worst either. And if they appreciate like last year's did, which I'm hoping they do, and I think they will, then I'm looking at 2 to 3x of what I did, what I invested, and you cannot get those sort of returns most places. So that's why sports cards are so alluring because you cannot find – Two to three hundred percent return on on your money anywhere, and and it's just like you look at it and go, okay, well, where else? Okay, when I look at the stock market, the average returns eight percent. When I look at real estate, the average the, a very good return in real estate's twelve to twenty percent. Like like some of these, like twenty percent's really high. Twenty percent's <laughs> insane. But like a lot of people say, they get somewhere between like eight to twelve percent in real estate. So like, what am I going to invest in that's going to bring me these insane? Gains as as sports cards well, And for me, I don't really have a lot of things that I see out there that, that may be some sneakers. But even at that, the sneaker market's so terrible right now that it's just not, it's not much, there's not much substance to it. I don't see shoes appreciating the way that I'd like them to. I don't see them appreciating the way that they did from like 2017 to 2019. It's It's been a really weird, a really weird year for shoes where the, they've dropped out a lot. But I see sports cards doing well. And as long as we don't have some weird economic shift that, that really... And we could have that. But if we don't, then we're going to be able to, to parlay some of these sports cards into some good money. So anyway, that's what I'm doing. I'm hoping to make some good money on those. I, I do believe that they will appreciate very well. Uh, if you don't believe me, I don't know, buy a box and see what happens. They're like, I think the Blasters are 20 bucks. I think the, the Mega Boxes are 40 So you don't have to invest that much to potentially make a decent amount of money so anyway that's what i'm doing hopefully that helps you guys out but yeah definitely jump into some sports cards learn about it because there is a lot of money to be made in them especially if you really know what you're doing and if you like sports so that being said i'm gonna go you guys have a great rest of your tuesday and i will talk to you tomorrow with another podcast have a good one peace